One More Turn. Episode 702, Quotable. We've been through this, but let me try to help you grasp this concept yet again. I know we've been through this not speaking to me in a condescending tone before, and it's now clear how well that message has been received. I only agreed to not speak in such a tone when it was not warranted. This circumstance is clearly warranted. How convenient, then, that you preside as judge and jury over what is warranted. If a third party were here, they would mock us mercilessly for texting each other while in the same room together. I could conclude that I shouldn't expect anything more from a millennial with such behavior. Which is neither here nor there, as we were both born in the same millennium. One personal disagreement at a time, if you don't mind. And even if you do. Are you getting to the part where, oh well, clearly, tell me what concept you're not doing very well at getting to? Oh, breaking out the air quotes, eh? Getting to keep using them as part of your severance package for no longer being a big city journalist? I wasn't born in the city we all keep referring to, but still don't name for some reason. Listen here, two things. First... A list? There is a daily requisite reminder you were once Briley's business partner? First, you're now one of us townies not naming the city in question. Point taken. Ghost of Hudson be gone with you. Second, just tell me face to face what's bothering you. From the top. I told you in a text what I have an issue with. More than one, actually. And just not today. I haven't replied to any of those texts because you haven't told me why. I shouldn't need to tell you the why in order to get the answer to the what. Well, you won't if you don't, so... It's unsettling. It's creepy. It's hurtful. (laughs) I have never asked you to justify your expressions of grief to me. Why would you? I keep them in private. Exactly. Not healthy behavior. As your business partner, it's cause for concern. Only if it impacts our bottom line, and unless what constitutes the bottom line changed overnight, our business bottom line is not a cause for concern. Oh. And again, you referenced the severance I got. It's of no business or interest to you. Not of business? Not of interest to me? You bought into a debt buying firm I founded. My job is to find one kind of interest and another kind of interest. Yours too now. On that, we can agree at least. Now, I've got some clients of ours to meet to discuss our repayment structure at the places of business. I'll be back afterwards. Don't wait up. How humorless of you. I shan't. I'll risk sounding like a movie script and say what's on my mind. The coast is clear. Now... First, oh, there's a reminder you were once part of Riley's life as her older brother. You have never shied away from saying what's on your mind, Avery. It's one of your traits I find most attractive. 
I'd better not find out you used that line when you were with Bella in any iteration. Now, second, your announcing it was safe for me to enter sounded more TV-like. Movies? TV? We may be showing our age and having been born in the last millennium. I've known some people who use the term small screen when referring to television, but I've always preferred it in the movies, the silver screen, more time to invest in characters. Were you listening in on when I reminded Reese of our business type? Yes, anything to help me better understand the type of business that you are in. Have I told you that your ability to lie is one of your traits I find most attractive? Oh, there is a reminder that you were once part of Riley's life as her partner. In business. That just brought about some unlikely, however, unkind images. Well, that came out of nowhere, but here goes. Images better suited for which type of screen? Whichever one will get me into less trouble. Oh, said with such conviction from a man who makes or finds trouble, or both. Attractive indeed. Shall we? Oh, that look. I know that look. Make your point. No, Caleb. What is Reese finding unsettling, creepy, and hurtful? And how can I help? Ugh. You promised me you weren't going to get weird with Reese being my partner. Not long ago, you told me my lying was one of my traits you found most attractive. Now a sense of deja vu. And you clearly weren't lying about listening in on my conversation with Reese, which on more than one level now is not attractive at all. How about a sense that you're starting to frustrate the hell out of me? When you give me a sense about when you were going to tell me about this... And before you answer, remember you discarded it in the bathroom. You know I use when I'm at your place. Seems at least your subconscious wanted me to find out. It's uh, not as simple as it appears. Said with anything but conviction. Not something I see you exhibit often. That's a start. Here's the thing, Hudson, that... uh... That line is more complicated than you think. Oh, a result of our relationship we've been keeping secret. One that won't be a secret for long? I get complicated. A reasonable conclusion, given what you know. Then tell me something I don't know. If you'll indulge me in a flair for the dramatic. (laughs) As a man who makes or finds trouble, or both as you put it, I'm used to drama. I'll demonstrate how the complication and what Reese finds unsettling are connected. Yes, your smartphone. I've seen you use it before. Heard you use it before. But not since we last saw each other last week. Listen, Iris, read my text messages. You have a text message from Mother to play. Uh, Delete. Play next message. You have reached the end of your messages. To play the first... End call! Goodbye. Your perception is another one of your traits I find attractive. Do you get the connection? Reese is creeped out by how you've made Iris respond in Caden's voice. So am I now. And? And that you're pregnant with his child. 
One More Turn, written and created by Daniel Dan Q. Quick, edited by Dark Cloud, directed and produced by Daniel Dan Q. Quick. Characters in order of appearance. Avery, voiced by Jennifer Lund. Reese, voiced by Alia Kalina Rades. Hudson, voiced by Daniel Dan Q. Quick. Caden, voiced by Ernie Darkest Onion. Sounds courtesy of freesound.org. Music by Kevin McLeod. Voiceover by Sedwick. Visit the One More Turn website at onemoreturn.net. Copyright Civilized Communication at civcom.net. On the next episode of One More Turn. He would have accepted my invitation knowing he would get to see you. That is what he would have thought that would have been on him. Carson. Your inviting him would have been your idea and yours alone. Again, here to see you. He wouldn't have known I hadn't discussed the idea with you first. <laughs>